Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Hello. Hello. We're in a new place. Yes. Different studio. Sorry. A bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it is very different. You're pushing the buttons. Can you watch the levels? Because I really fucked them up last know, with, time we recorded. With the, the Monty one? I had to get, yeah, with a few of them. I had to get the, someone to look at them. They were terrible. So I apologise. I'm not sure. I haven't listened back to too much of it. We're not <laughs> so great at... At the tech, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's okay. Okay, good. We're, I know, it, I know when it's on and I know when it's off, and okay. that's about it. And it's not peaking the shit out of itself, which is what happens. Oh, you're when just I saying that. It. You're just saying that to sound smart. No, it, I'm you, learned that don't with, peak out the audio. Are you happy with this? Yeah, it looks pretty good from where I'm standing. We are two radio <laughs> chicks, if you couldn't tell, because we have no idea uh, in terms of audio levels. See how I go up there? It's my own voice. Yeah, right, mate. Just keep talking. Yeah, I know. I'm level. worried about it. Um, but don't stress about it because we can fix it later. I learned how to do that now. Uh, we are two radio chicks that talk uh, shit on this podcast about things girls are thinking but not saying. We have a hot seat hottie guest uh, each and every week. And we're pretty excited to announce this guest, actually, because to be honest, we didn't think we'd get you. You you are in demand in terms of to speak about. Yeah. It is Kat from this series of Big Brother. Hello, thank Welcome. you for having me. It's Welcome. it's a pleasure. Thanks for coming in to chat. Now, not a problem. We did say that we obviously talk things we think we're not saying. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, we each bring a gem to the table. We'll do a bit of a content. We've got Philip the Duck to rein us in, all of that. But before we get to that, we are going to cap our Big Brother chat because you have had a fair bit of slack thrown at you. I have lots a lot of, of the situation, lots that of interviews and. and and things and appearances and stuff. So I've had the whole gamut of questions. I feel like I've answered most most topics so far. Yeah, and so we did want to say that we're not going to completely ignore it, but it isn't going to be a focus of our chat yeah, today. We're fine. doing the gems yep, yep, as yep. we as we would normally do it, and we're not here to kind of interrogate you. Sure, so it's a safe space. <laughs> I think you've had enough of that. Yeah, over the last yeah. But weeks. how are you, how are you feeling? Like how how's it all has it all gone from from this stage? Yeah, uh, it, it's it's definitely an adjustment coming the house coming out of the house, and it's something that I don't think I fully prepared for. Mm -hmm. You get yourself mentally ready to go in and you Mm. prepare all for that. But coming out is just as much an adjustment, which has been what I've been working through at the moment. Um, When you say adjustment, what do you mean? So in terms of what it's like to get back into real life and the fact that you actually are still outside of real life for a long time in terms of they keep you really busy with media um, appearances and interviews and photo shoots, which went on for me personally for about a week and a half. People have different sort of schedules. Um, and you're taken from place to place doing pop-up radio shows here and there. Um, so the first week or so isn't even really real life. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's that's still something that's foreign to me. Um, so it was a good um, a good amount of time after I left the house 
house before I could even come home and, and visit my family. And those were the people that I was probably dying to see the most. So, so they actually don't let you see your family for I mean, enough to get out? If you live nearby, you can. But I was constrained by the fact that my family lived um, in Aubrey and mm. I was doing a lot of appearances in Brisbane and the Gold Coast in Sydney. Sure. Do you get your mobile phone back? Yes, you get so that you instantly. Walk out of the house. Yep. So you, it, you go on stage yep. and then you come off stage and that is given to Straight you? Straight away. Good, yep. thank yep. fuck. <laughs> I yeah, I was. Die. I know you would. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. But you get used to not having it, to be honest. It was great to make some phone calls to my family and stuff, but when the yeah. text started rolling in, I was almost Ooh. like, oh, get rid of it again. So did they come through from when you were in the house? No, because uh. when your phone's off for a period of time, you don't receive messages that might have been sent earlier. Oh, so it was right. basically just the ones since I'd turned it back on that okay. I started getting. thank God. Yeah. Because that Could would you be awful. Imagine yeah. the text messages. You would feel popular, though. You know on New Year's? You know your phone just goes beep, beep, yeah. beep, 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 yeah. <laughs> because everybody goes out and it, yeah, it and then fades you out the reception, the reception and you get it all in. Yep. Yeah. I know, right? That's What other times? That's about it, isn't it? What, the other Unless t- you're oh, on Christmas, Big Brother. Christmas or birthdays. When I get those communal Christmas messages, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're from people I don't speak to. Don't wish me and my family that you don't know. Merry Christmas. Give us a call. Yeah. yeah, no, not interested. All right, let's do a quick contents. Uh, as I said before, we each bring a gem to the table uh, and chew the fat about it. We'll do a quick kind of headline of what we want to talk about. Young mate, you want to go first? Um, I want to talk about bad boys. Natalie and Brulia, blast from the past there. She has... Um, <laughs> Come and said so the reason that she's still single is the fact that she loves a bad boy. Yeah, right. So what attracts chicks to bad boys? Mm, we, mm. we could talk about yeah. two all bull in the face mm-hmm. about that one. Kat, what do you got? Well, I was thinking we could talk about plastic surgery and what's driving um, the increasing rates of people doing that and, and have a chat about that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. I want plastic surgery, so this do would be interesting. Well, I've got plastic surgery, so I do can you? my perspective. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay, this is good. good all right, yeah. all right. And even from a midwifery perspective, um, there's been a lot of interest in different types of plastic sure. surgery that girls are now getting, so we can okay. talk about that as well. That's good. It was someone that used to do our podcast with us permanently or revealed to us on one podcast once that she yeah. had a boob job. No, no she had a boob reduction, reduction and yep. we didn't know. We learned about it on this show. Lies. So it's nice yeah. to speak to someone that actually has yep. done something. Mm. Uh, I want to talk about work functions because this time of year it's Christmas parties, it's Christmas, lots of uh, different things going on that you kind of you lock in. And I want to talk about the role of partners, how necessary it is in it, how necess- unnecessary it is particularly for work stuff. Mm. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you actually? go, you go. It's mm. kind of the most boring. That's, no, don't say that. It's Because, oh, hang on, we kind of work for the same company. I was just going to say, oh, we just got the invite for ours too. Did you? Yeah. And, okay, so I think it varies with where you live because I've often found um, that living in the country, living in regional, doing mm. the radio that we do, our partners are always invited. Yeah. Never, I'm never given the option as a single person to invite a friend or someone to sit beside me, maybe in the awkward conversation. It's just not the thing done, which pisses me off, i got to say, because if everybody else gets a second person paid for, why can't I have a best mate that, you know, I get free booze with. I don't really understand. Like on the invite, does it say plus one? It'll or is say it like partners plus... welcome. You know, well, just bring a p- person. Doesn't no, matter I'm not going to be that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it's not. It's if it felt like it was socially acceptable, then maybe you would. Yeah. Maybe you would think about it. But it is funny because I got an invite for the Christmas party, and then a few people going. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to bring my partner. Um, my co-host often does work things and keeps yeah. work to work because it's a bit yeah. hard to juggle. And then I thought about the acronym the radio awards we went to Mm. and Zane, your boyfriend was going to come, then he didn't come and just the kind of decision process. And as I went through that, and I have been in a long-term relationship and single, I was like, why are partners coming to our work functions anyway? 
I don't know where, I don't know if I've become so in my single world now that I can't remember, Mm. but I kind of am like, why does that part of our life actually have to be uniformed? Mm. Unless you're up for an award or something where you want to share that experience with them. Why is everybody so scared of having separate lives? It doesn't mean you're not coming home after the Christmas party. You're still coming home. Is it because people, because you hear, maybe it's just in our job in particular, but you hear so much about people's personal life that I almost feel sometimes like being in that long-term relationship, I've like got to prove, I'm like, he's real. He's, yeah, not, he's not yeah. like a made-up person. <laughs> it's different for you, though. He's Maybe. never, ever he's around. He's never, ever around, yeah. like in yeah, yeah. any sense. Not yeah. even, oh, just bumping to you in, uh, at the supermarket. Yeah. I, I don't know. That For me, personally, I hear a lot about other people's partners and their and their personal lives. So to actually sometimes put a face to a name is nice. But yeah, I, get, yeah. I get that awkwardness. And not just the awkwardness of you know, needing to talk to people that you've never met before and then them feeling left out because often all you have in common with people that you work with sometimes is work is stuff work, yeah. mm. and something that they can't contribute to. But there's also this stress of of bringing a partner along who knows nobody has oh, never met totally. work before. But that's why Zane didn't end up coming to that radio awards. Because I feel like it's social etiquette to yeah. some degree. And like in the city, I've worked in Melbourne uh, and there's partners aren't invited to yeah. anything because people have their own lives and there's not this social conformist of this old school way of thinking that you need to be immersed in everything you do with your partner. And so there's definitely a disconnect, but it's an interesting one. I I kind of think that there's like this fear that if you grow, if you're too apart, that, you know, something's going to, bad is going to happen, like you're going to blow up or something. And sometimes I think the partners don't necessarily want to come along anyway, and they're just doing it because you've asked them to and they want to show support for you, but then they show up and they're not having a good time. They're just Mm. there because you're there. Um, they're making an effort to get to know the people that you work with. But, I mean, sometimes that's that's tough, especially if you're not an outgoing person that's great at, mm. you know, meeting new people. Does it matter? Does it matter where your partner works and who they work with sometimes? I nah. wonder. I don't know mm. that it actually you does. You know what? I, I, it would sound like if you had spoken to me five years ago, it sounded like I've had a lobotomy because I was yeah. in a long-term relationship, probably quite insecure with where I was not mm. comfortable all the time. So I wanted to be at everything and I wanted him to be at everything. Mm-hmm. And now I can't believe where I'm standing. <laughs> yeah. And what I'm saying is because you should be able to build something where you don't need that kind of dependency is my opinion. Mm. Yeah. I think it, and it does depend on the kind of thing that you're going to. Like, obviously, certain Christmas parties are different. If it's like a sit-down dinner and you sit in your spot and, mm. you know, we spoke about this on that podcast before, you know, when you rock up and you're, like, at a group dinner, whether it's work or whatever, and you walk in, you're like, fuck, I hope I get in at the right time and I sit next oh, to the right people. Yes. It's like that it's Getting that middle dinner. seat yeah. is crucial. If you I get that seat down the end of the God. table, you can't talk to and anyone. Especially the people that you don't want to talk yeah. to. Yeah. fun end. Because let's face yeah. it, the bigger the workplace you work at, sometimes there will be people that you say, hello to and you still don't know their name yeah. after yeah. months of working there. And I've spoken about this on this show before about irrelevant dinners and having to have all of this stuff. Mm. Work is already a bit of a push. But the other thought process behind this whole no partners thing is that they're really probably – to some degree, I do think there needs to be a little bit more of investment in giving a shit about each other at work. You know, yes, you may not like the person that sits across from you that works in tech that you've got nothing to do with or or in admin where you don't really need to speak to unless you need the next year's diary, whatever's the case. But what's so hard particularly in a place for one night where you spend the majority of your life actually putting in the effort. Like I've spoken about not having to do dinner with friends that are kind of irrelevant.
relevant anymore. But work is a bit different. Like I feel like you do need to put a little bit more investment into people and be a bit kinder to people at work than we are. And if you're bringing partners, you kind of end up just sitting there, not giving a fuck to anyone Mm, and mm. talking to them. I don't know. I feel like it defeats the whole purpose of what a work get together is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you then spend a lot of time, yeah, making sure your partner's included on the conversation, catching them up on things that they may not already know about your work colleagues. So you're like, oh, and -and so-and-so does this. The introductions thing. Yeah. And so you're actually not getting to know that colleague on any deeper level because you're just catching the partner up. Yeah. And there are some colleagues that you even know well and you just... uh, you need a night out together yeah. or you need to have that connection on for your own self, like for your own well-being during the week because I tell you what, there is not a better time to start a new job than November I've got because it, you get yeah, all of my jobs, <laughs> all of my jobs that I've started, I've started at that time of it's year. It's like the radio and thing, yeah. man, is it an icebreaker or what? Yeah. Because everybody go gets, like our last Christmas party, we had Daryl Braithwaite sing. Yeah. Here. That's the way it's going to be. <laughs> that, yes. It was at the, in Aubrey. Oh, we fucking suck. We, we you get, you got presents. Yeah. Okay. They Mid here. Mid year. She doesn't shut up about this. <laughs> Okay. I was like, you get more. No, you get you actually get handpicked presents, and there is no better icebreaker. And look, that might be like with some people here that I work with and have been here for the past couple of years. Sometimes that's the only like I, that's still that a running event, gag. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, true. oh yeah, you would tequila head, you know, like something yeah. or yeah, that time you got your tie and yeah, put it around had, your head. We had Monty yeah. on the podcast yes. weeks ago, and now she's a very good friend of mine. But we still speak about the time when we showed each other's nipples. That's the very first Christmas party. That's the moment you truly bond. (laughs) It's so true. But it's, I don't know, it is a funny one because at the same time, you know, we all speak and seem to be fairly confident Mm -hmm. people. You know, there might also be that fact of social anxiety that Mm -hmm. some people get about those events. So maybe it is a bit of a helping hand to take them along. Yeah, that's very true. I actually do have a friend that suffers from social anxiety and and they do need just that extra support to help, help get them to events like that, which I actually had never thought about it from that mm. perspective. Mm. So sometimes it's the rocking up. Like yep. it's okay once you're there, yep. but the arriving yeah, and then the walk, you kind of want someone to go with. Yep. And if you're not really good mates with somebody yeah. at work and you don't feel comfortable to send a text and be like, hey, let's go in together, yep. well, maybe that might be the yeah. part that and people I freak out about. And I completely understand that. Like I'm a twin, so I've never had to do anything by myself ever. Yeah. I didn't have to go to school by myself. Mm. So I've even when I left school, you know, going to parties with friends or, or going to a bar, we always had each other to walk in with. And then um, I was even living with my sister when I started um dating my ex-husband and then I moved straight from her to my ex and we would then just arrive everywhere together so Mm. you do really get used to having that person there and that's Mm. why it was a big adjustment when I ended up getting divorced about having that um you know, independence to be able to do things by yourself. And that was a huge learning curve for me as well. Yeah, and um, learning to go to events yeah, by and yourself. Yeah, and doing those things by yourself. It sounds really simple, doesn't it? It sounds like that's because especially when you go through breakups in particular, it's the last thing that you think about, yep. you know, you think of Valentine's Day, Christmas, yep. birthdays, all these big events, yep. and then you aren't thinking of, oh, how am I going to go to that dinner yep. by mm. myself when everyone's sitting down? Mm. Like It's just little things like yep. that that actually are quite not as easy for some, mm. especially when you're going through stuff like that. Mm. But, yeah. 
yeah, that, that was a big part of um, of a big learning opportunity that I had. I really enjoyed the independence that came out of it and I'm stronger because of it now. But sometimes you just need that push to make you do it. So. But it's funny, like it depends the, the kind of person you I'm the kind of person that I don't mind just getting up. Like if we're out or yeah. something getting drinks, I'll be like, I'm just going to go to the loop. And some friends will be like, oh, do you want me to come? I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm happy. I'll just cruise around and if I run into a few people on the way back, I'll yeah. say hello. But Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and you can. You can figure it out. I think it's also your mood too. Maybe sometimes mm-hmm. you're kind of like, meh. Don't want to talk to anyone, yeah. which defeats the whole purpose yeah. of my gem. <laughs> Kat, do you want to have – oh, that's Philip, by the way. He's our dark who reigns us in and, yep. and makes us change subjects. So do you want to have a go? You want to bring your gem to the table? Well, I was going to be uh, yeah talking about plastic surgery. I have a big group of girlfriends, and when I thought about the number of us in that group that had had plastic surgery, it sort of made me wonder, you know, what's sort of driving it. And, and the other side of it is there's new types of plastic surgery mm. that are becoming way more common now, um, and it's uh, like vaginal plastic surgery and and what sort of caused that trend and I the main reason I wanted to bring that one up is because I watched an interesting documentary and it was the the um, thought behind it was that the change in the porn industry Mm. where oh my god we just spoke about this a lot over the past few weeks or a few months actually keeps coming up like it's different position. So you're talking yep. plastic surgery. I was talking Kim Kardashian's uh, paper yep. shoe. Yep. But just there's so many different reasons that are bringing us back yeah. to porn. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, the theory was that... Um, you know, back in the 70s when there was porn photo shoots, you know, everyone had pubic hair and now that's disappearing. So yeah. people are now getting a different look at uh, the ideal vagina that is shown in porn, which isn't an accurate description. I, yeah. In my job, I'm a midwife. I see vaginas every day and they come in all shapes and sizes, but it's almost like this one image that's shown in porn is what people think is, is the ideal. Pre- and it's that particular ideal vagina is a scary one. Well, yep. it's the one I said was scary because it looks like a four-year-old. It's, it yeah, frightens me. Yep. Question, how many girls are in your group when you first reference that and how many of them have had plastic surgery? Uh, so there's four of us out of at least seven or eight close friends. Okay, okay. Yep. okay. okay so yep. almost over half. Yeah, yep. Wow. When yeah. I, when it's funny because when I lived up in front of Queensland, I lived in Townsville, and you might um, agree with this, so, um, having lived in Cairns. But Bur- Boobs. Yep. Oh, yeah. Everybody. And I was in a workplace <laughs> and I'm quite, I'm flat chested. So there was, I reckon out of, out of all of the girls that I worked with, I was definitely the minority. Like majority yep. of the chicks that worked in sales, in promotions, just on reception. Um, and not just that, but just as a general whole, there were actually more chicks that I knew mm-hmm. up living in Townsville that had had a boob job mm. um, versus ones that hadn't. And oh, I think yeah. that's what drives it because then everybody's got boobs and and you become more self-conscious because you don't. So you think, I have to now to fit in as well. Mm. Um, but where it used to be, everyone came in all shapes and sizes and, and it didn't seem to be as much comparison between you and your friends. But, you know, now when you start to see one person in your friendship group get it, then the next one's like, oh, maybe I'll get it. And it's, it's sort of interesting. Snowballs. It's interesting because I have one girlfriend in my high school group of friends. It's probably, oh, I don't know, eight, nine, ten, depends what day you catch us. Yeah. And, um, and there's one girl that got a boob job and I've got my one of my besties often says she wants one. Yeah. Mm. And I've heard her just speak a little bit more convincingly mm-hmm. since mm. our other girlfriend mm-hmm. got them. Because mm-hmm. yep. you can see them, you can feel them, yep. it's re- it's real. Yep. Uh, she can, you know, she's been able to afford it somehow. Maybe I'll be able to make it work too. Yep. It doesn't seem foreign anymore. Yep. And so it is interesting you say that because while she hasn't gone and done it yet, when she said, she said the other day something like, when I get my boobs. Mm-hmm. And it was all of a sudden this mm. shift of, yep. and you. You know, I'm just giving you a bit of a 
idea of which friend it is. What are you doing? I was, I was putting on makeup <laughs> to give you an oh. idea of which friend. The, that friend, oh. she had said, you know, I, yeah. they will be, you know, when I get them. And I was like, oh, and I didn't even think at the time, but I did must have subconsciously thought somewhere mm-hmm. that's been that sounds a little bit different or that sounds way more sure mm-hmm. and it was when we were in conversation with this particular other girl oh. that's had them done and she, but the thing is and I, I have said this she's like loves them so much yeah she loves herself yep. so much because of it so it's a little bit right it's a bit addictive like if you see that you're like Wow. Yeah. Not only, maybe I didn't even think of getting anything before, but if she feels that good about herself, I want maybe too. I should just fix yep. something rather yep. than think about it all day. But I think it can go two different ways. And I've seen um, most of the, the girls that I'm friends with, that's what it's done. It's helped um, build their some confidence and they're, mm. they're happy in themselves. But there is a time where it can go the other way. And if you've already got huge body issues, problem, mm. problems yeah. anyway, it's actually not going to fix the problem because the problem's sort of more mental. It basically... What it does is you you fix the problem you think you have, and then all you can do is focus on the next problem and the yeah. next problem. Then it can yeah, snowball. It could be I mean, it's yeah. dangerous. As I feel like I would fall into that category. Yeah. Like, you've got that, an addictive personality. I do. Yeah, yeah I've said that yeah. now. Now <laughs> you've jumped on that, so that's <laughs> nice. Because I think it's realistic that every woman's got something of their body that they don't like and they want to change. And I think if you can be happy with that one part that you don't like, it means you don't focus on the rest. Because as bit... soon as you fix that problem, you find the next one, and, and you find what to fixate on, and you're always going to have that. I'm a bit of a self-help girl. Like, so I like, I challenge myself to be better for yeah. myself every day. So I've, and it's, it's just a personal decision. I don't really give a shit what anybody yeah. else wants to do, but I've tried, I've got in the headspace mm-hmm. at 31 mm-hmm. today, especially with the industry we're in to try and keep it, keep it clean, yeah. keep my yeah. body, yeah. try and make it mm-hmm. like television, whatnot, TV, mm-hmm. however we go as I am yeah. and mm-hmm. to be, and to be proud of that as my own journey. And I've yeah. said that before, but it's a challenge. Like I've actually kind of consciously made that decision. Yeah. It may change. I'm yeah. not saying that it won't. I would probably like to snip a bit off my nose. I've got mm. to say. Yeah, well, everyone's got things. That yeah, they think but about. I think in the end, the rest I'm actually pretty okay yeah. with. And if I'm not, I go for a run. Like yeah. that's kind of my mantra. But I just think, you know, I'm lucky that I don't have those thoughts all the time ticking over. Yeah. Because I'd- if you did, it may be different. Mm-hmm. You know. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Very, very rarely do I think, ugh, my nose. Yeah. Like, it's kind of just, that's a thing. If someone says, what's your thing? That's my thing. Yeah. But it's not something that, 
is taking over my head. Yeah, and that may good. be very different for someone that does. If it all it means is just to remove that, then you can kind of change your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, do, I do have those thoughts. I wouldn't say that they take over or every time that I would go and try dress or bathers mm-hmm. or something on that I'm fixated on it. But I've said, and it, it's funny that you bring that up, Sess, and you say that one of your mates has said, when I get my boobs. I've been talking like that since I was about 13, yeah. 14. <laughs> so is the friend yeah. that got the boobs. Yeah, but she it's just, just always been she this was thing. Do it. But yeah. when I've when I've got enough money and I'm going to do it, and I even I even started. I got a quote where I had to send photos. Oh, that's right. That was like yes. a year ago. A year ago when it? I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And one of my mates from so you Townsville, got dead mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> had to change something. <laughs> so then one of my um, one of my mates who was in Townsville, I think, who had gotten a boob job and loved her boob sick. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, and I started asking the questions. And for me, that was even a big step to just go mm. from saying, mm, yeah. when I get my boobs, all right, yeah. who do you, like, how do I actually go about this? And she did this through a company called, I can't remember, Medi Makeovers or something that do it in Thailand. Oh, wow. And they're the Australian, <laughs> I love that you're laughing, uh, the Australian company yeah. that tees it all yep. up in Thailand. And and I, I went to the point, I got to the point where I had to fill out all of these medical forms, yep. like sign them. I had to take all, I had to take like photos, like topless photos of myself. Yep. And, and um, Meanwhile, you dropped this on the fucking bomb. Like it came from nowhere. It's like, yeah. I just took topless photos of myself and sent it, them off to this company. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was just something that I was so yeah, sure. Right. And you know, sometimes I don't communicate things because I just, yes. I have this conversation in my head with myself where I'm like, oh yeah, like when this happens, when that happens. And everybody but, knows. But, every, but then sometimes there's a bit of a, a break and I don't sometimes communicate that outwards. But I, I when I even got serious thinking about that, I was even saying to, to my boyfriend, um, I said, so, you know, what do you actually think? He's mm-hmm. like, if they're going to make you happy, then get them. But yeah. I don't really think it's a great idea to go to a third world country <laughs> to go and do it. So I've yeah. actually been investigating a surgeon in Australia now. Yeah. Oh, so you're on to it. Okay, that's yeah. new news again. Because I, wow. t- I definitely tossed up the same thing because I've got my boobs done and yeah. when I was making that decision, it was, you know, do you do the option in yeah. Thailand and, and it sounds all fantastic with the holiday that's thrown in mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, I guess in the oh, end the why... they pitch it to you well, for a bit of of because it's like you can, and apparently you can take a friend with you and yeah. you can stay for some time. Yeah. Support. Oh, it's yeah. Mate, screw the Australian surgeon. It was going to be double the price. Oh, I was and, yeah. and you get a BYO buffet breakfast. I'll be there for you. Yeah, they'll sell it. It becomes this whole plastic yeah. surgery retreat, yeah. amazing yeah. package thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the reason in the end that I decided to stay in Australia was mainly because of the follow-up afterwards. That so was, that's my thing. I went too. to a lady yeah. who specialises in breasts only. That's all she does. And she um, does a little... Can you lift your scarf just a little bit? I can, yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah, Thank they you. Are. Very Thank good. You. Um, they're pushed wow. up a little bit at the moment as well. Yeah, so great. Um, that's, uh, that's the thing. I also went for... I had a proper look then. I'm yeah. sorry if that was uncomfortable. No, that's fine. <laughs> like really looking. No, like, she wants to get her money's worth. just met her. Yeah. So yeah. I decided to sort of go a mid-range size because you can push them down if you want, but you also have the ability to push them up. What size were you yeah. and what size did you go so to? So I was a B and now I'm a small D. Okay, yep. Yep. So, but in the end, I chose to do it um, in Australia with this girl who specialises in breasts and she does reconstructive um, surgeries after mastectomies and so she's oh. really good at getting them to look quite natural and fit your body but she has amazing follow-up um, like I'm required to sort of go and see her once a year and because oh. mine are silicon they can um, 
fracture and because silicon when, is not... When did you get them, if you don't mind me asking? I got them over a year and a half ago. I think we've, okay. I think we've passed the point of asking. I basically put my nose in, her, in between her boots. <laughs> basically, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, about a year and a half ago. But, yeah, so because it's silicon, they can um, fracture and get little cracks. And if because it's a sort of toxic to the body, you need to be aware of those changes mm, yeah. so they can they can address That's them. That's good. And um, then you can still go see her, obviously, yeah, without going to Thailand. Correct, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, you've got yeah. that sort of follow-up and that support. So, that I mean, that's what swayed my decision in the end. And they keep yeah. dropping a little bit too, don't they? Like they drop in the be beginning, yeah. Natural, for the first yeah. couple of months, they will start to drop. It's a bit scary when you first see them. You're like, oh, that's a bit perky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Girlfriend yeah. had the same. We're like, whoa, what man. What were first done? Yeah, yeah, we're like, amazing. But they were just really there. Yeah. And have they dropped since? Uh, yeah, they just, they just look. When she's got a top on and stuff, they, you know, it is... This, you can actually tell they've dropped, yeah. but to a real natural place. Like, because isn't yeah. there the different types of implants where you can get the teardrop implants yeah. that aren't actually, you know, Pamela Anderson with the top? Absolutely, there's all different kinds. Teardrop, like my boob, That's my natural. So <laughs> what you meant, what the best thing to do is like go through, um, look at pictures of boobs that you like, um, and then take those to your surgeon. They tell you with your body shape already and the breasts that you have already, mm. what's going to be the best to achieve that. So I always thought I wanted teardrop because I wanted that really natural look. Yeah. But they said because of the way my body was already that wasn't going to be achieved through a teardrop it needed to be a rounder one so it's it's really (laughs) what your body is and what you start with as well to what Mm. shape and size and style that you you okay okay yeah because I think my boobs look different to other people's boobs like I've only just started to realize that but when you say teardrop I'm like yeah people some people people's boobs are more rounder. Yeah. Like, definitely. There's all different shapes. Mine are much more teardrop. I've really, that was just, I've never heard that word before and it's <laughs> really struck home. Now there's the other thing I've got to work on other than my nose. What are you saying I've been about? Given, I've, been, I've got a about? complex Here already. I am <laughs> looking at paying $20,000 to get a teardrop and you're upset that you've got natural teardrops. Well, mate, I might need to hike them up a little bit. I haven't even had kids yet and they're, they're, they need a bit of help from day well, to day. I was told that by my surgeon when I went for my first consult. She's like, oh, you've obviously breastfed a few children <gasps> oh, and I'm like no don't have any children <laughs> she's like oh you must have lost a lot of weight then which I'd lost a little bit but I just exaggerated I said yeah I've lost over 10 kilos and she's like good on you <laughs> can you come one quick question because you are um, you're a midwife can yes. you can you breastfeed with breast implants it's yes and no for some people it depends on the type of surgery you have where they make the incision how many of the milk ducts they sever in the process oh. so it all depends on where you're getting it done some people, um, so I had mine under the breast line, not under the areola. So no milk ducts were sub- severed, but some people just lose sensation mm-hmm. in their nipple and that can affect the, rec- the receptors in your brain. And so there is a chance that it can interfere with breastfeeding. So that has to be something that you're okay with. It doesn't mean it's 100% going to, but there is the risk that it And that you it might, can. your boobs might change as well. Yeah. You never know. Like you might get more. You might After you're having a baby. You might lose sensation. That's concerning. So some people get heightened sensation as well where they're so sensitive that it's painful I to think touch. that's what my friend got. Not painful, yep. but she was like, ooh. Like yeah, but I had that like during sex. Like if that was sensation was gone, that would be really sad for me. So, yeah, that's something you need to keep in mind. Yeah. Some people lose sensation altogether. Some people, yeah, it becomes more heightened and others don't change at all. Mm. I was lucky I've nothing's changed for me, so hopefully it won't interfere with breastfeeding if that's yeah, right. um, something yeah down the road. But, um, yeah, a friend of mine, she's lost all sensation. She's a bit disappointed about that, but, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. She f- feels good on the other, on the other, <laughs> yeah. on other ways. Yeah. Other ways. Yeah. Young mate, you're um, up. I want to talk about bad boys. Um, Natalie Imbruglia, this was... Um, 
early last week has come out and she said, the reason that I'm single, and I can imagine she would get this question a lot, why are you still single? Mm-hmm. Because she obviously was, she was with Daniel Johns for years oh, and those pause. two. Daniel Johns. <laughs> Let's all just stop just and think about. in his yeah, I was ob- Obsessed. 90s? Oh, my God. Yeah. I was a part of the Silver Chair fan club. I, like, used to write Stacey Johns all over my <laughs> stuff. We drove to Newcastle because his dad owned a fruit shop. Like, obsessed. Hang on, did you meet his dad? No. <laughs> Just went to the fruit shop? Yeah. Odd. <laughs> Obsessive. How old, How old were you? I don't know. And we oh. even, we were underage when we were going to concerts and we always needed a guardian. So who went? To let in. Oh, my friend's brother. That's hilarious. Once my friend's sister and then once my mum. <laughs> we were obsessed. Continue. Sorry. Oh, well, now I'm off track. Yeah, but Daniel Johns <laughs> is worth going off track for. Um, I, I've got to say, that's the first person that I actually enjoyed wearing eyeliner as a man. <laughs> no, because he does a good male eyeliner. Yeah. He, Would we consider him the bad boy type, though? Um, no, nah, I don't know. The, yeah, he's more point. of the, um, he seems like a really sensitive and withdrawn he seems sort of guy. Very, like Potentially an bisexual. Type. So, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, that was for, around for a while. But Natalie Imbruglia has said, the reason that I'm still single is because I like bad boys. Yeah. And I can imagine that she's, not to mention she's absolutely stunning. She's talented. Lenny Kravitz, who else has she been with? I don't think, I can't even remember. I can't even Lenny recall. Lenny Kravitz, I yep. know. And David Schwa from Friends. Friends, were they together? Oh, sure. Yep. yep. Really? Yep. Yep. See, I wouldn't call him a bad boy either. No. Well, not on Friends, he wasn't. Maybe it? we just don't know about these other dudes. And like I said, she's recovering our clothes. Maybe she had like a time, like where mm. she was just kind of mm. in a rough place. Lenny and- Kravitz to me seems like a bad boy. Like that rock and roll type, don't but you But he mm. seems like the cleanest of the rock and roll. Guys. This is true. Yeah, far out. <laughs> but I was reading this article and I thought, what is it about bad boys? Because you hear that all mm. the time, that girls always like a bad boy. Mm. And what what is it about somebody that's, I don't know whether it's like, is it somebody that's mean or somebody that is just bad, got that badass air about them that yeah. for chicks is a bit of a turn? I don't know that I'm attracted to bad boys, but I must say I've been watching um, Sons of Anarchy. Have you been watching yeah. that? Yeah, I watched the first season. Man, Jax. Yeah. Every single season is getting hotter and hotter. Yeah. And I don't know Badder and badder. Badder and badder. And I don't know yeah. whether it's because, not so much like he looks the same, but I don't know whether it's his character. You see, yeah. you see him have this struggle between what's right and what's wrong. And it's maybe, the story of our lives. Yeah, but yeah. Is, that, is that what it is? You know how you always get that cliche, the girl that wants to fix the broken guy or vice uh, versa? I think it's true thing. I think sexually it's way more attractive to be, well, for a lot of people, mm. not everybody, but to be taken charge of as a female mm. and just kind of be thrown around a little bit. And that's uh, for a lot of chicks, I reckon that's a turn yeah, on. Definitely. It is for me. I yeah. remember when I got out of my long term relationship, I was like, I just want someone to throw me across the room <laughs> and sort me out. <laughs> my friends and I actually called it javelin. Like we were, <laughs> we were going to yeah. wait for someone to, or shop, but maybe it's a little bit less aggressive. That's well, I a, think um, one of the most common fantasies that girls share is the one where some stranger they don't even know just comes in and just takes charge. Ravishes. And yeah. that's a bit of a bad boy thing. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, pushes yeah. them around a little yeah. bit and yeah, it takes charge. The sexually thing. The second one is I think it depends on the place you are in your life and if you hone back in and close your eyes and think about and if you're listening make sure you try and do this too. Think about the time you've most been attracted to a bad boy. I guarantee it's probably the most you've been, the most 
probably the most insecure point you were in your life because mm. they often play on your insecurities, bad boys, and you, you often think you need them more than yeah, you do. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so you I think you are generally pretty yeah. vulnerable or working things out yeah. or looking to rebel. There's some other reason that you're trying to deflect from a place you are personally. So I think it does come from within first and then yeah. you go looking for distractions yeah. or try um, to get kind of, I don't know, um, uh, just for someone to kind of tell you what you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to be feeling because you kind of don't fucking know. And I think in any situation where the chase might be a bit harder, like with your bad boys, mm. when you do finally get that recognition or that little flirty like activity a, yeah. back, it, you get that spark and it maybe yeah. becomes addictive that you just want to fight for it even more. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever, I don't know that I've ever actually been with a bad, I've never been in a relationship with a bad boy. I've had elements yeah. of relationships that have been bad, like which is kind of meant that there's been a bad boy. Mm. But overly, I think, you know, uh, I don't know. I think boys have it in them. They can, you can still be nice mm. and you can still be a great guy and go through stages of yourself where you treat your, treat someone like shit. Mm. And it's not to say you turn the other way. Mm. A lot of girls will go, because there'll be so many times in relationships where you hear your girlfriend say, you know, oh, he's just being an asshole. And then the next night it's like, we either had amazing sex or, yeah. oh, we had such a fun mm. night out. And seven seconds ago, they were fucking fighting and mm. screaming at each other. Yeah. It's not a coincidence that those things happen hand yeah. in hand. Make up sex yeah. is always the best sex. Yeah, I think. but I think I've never had it. Oh, never really? had makeup sex. Yeah, like no, I need to take advantage of that. We need, need to have to more fight fights. first. Yeah, I don't need think to have more that's fights. a bad no, thing. I, don't think, I so. think that it is a little bit. Um, I think that it is this kind of mentality of not unhealthiness, mm. but oh no, it's not unhealthy. I don't think. But if you were doing it all the time and it was something that was kind of creating mm. this buzz, then <laughs> I don't think that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, I don't think it's a ba- overly bad thing. You haven't. But um, can the, can you be in a relationship? I wonder if you can be in a healthy, loving relationship with the bad boy because I mean I've had I've had girlfriends um that seem to always kind of up, up for that kind of chase for that particular guy like there's that, a certain type of guy Chloe Kardashian loves what Scott Disick no no oh, hang on Chloe a, oh Chloe Chloe who was she latest she with was that with Lamar yeah. and now she's with French Montana French Montana yeah well he's a bad boy is well, he a bad boy well, I could have, can barely string a sentence together I don't really know what the <laughs> the whole buzz about him is he was in an, the woman in an Instagram photo with the gun yeah yeah pretty bad <laughs> Honestly, I've missed oh. out on all of this this all happened when I was in the house oh, yeah. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about yeah right so I think she was still with Lamar when I was going oh wow well he's a drug addict so that right. didn't work out, but that's essentially bad. Yep. He wasn't great. He mm-hmm. kind of would just go away and not call for three days, that kind yep. of idea. Yep. She stayed there for a while. Yeah, she stayed there for a long but while. But then she goes with this other rapper dude, which, you know, by all faces, we don't know that he's yep. bad. Mm. Doesn't exactly look clean cut, though. Yeah, yeah. He's a rapper with a gun. <laughs> it was, granted, it was a fake gun in their music video. Was it? No, yeah. I've seen him with guns. Oh, and then a real life gun. Yeah, and he can't really talk. I watched on Chloe. What's at the moment? The latest one, Chloe and Courtney take the Hamptons. Oh yeah, I just saw an ad for that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have Foxtel at home? No, I just get download that one. Ah. Oh. Yep. I'm say, why don't I watch that when I Not legally. House? Yeah, no Foxtel. But I, it's shit, so you're not missing out on anything. Keeping up with the Kardashians <laughs> is the only one I continue to watch. But French is in this a lot. And they, you know, she talks about how in love with him she is and how amazing it is. And you kind of wait to see this spark of what this connection is. And then they're in South Africa and she's like, this is amazing. He's like, yeah, babe. 
Like there's oh. nothing to him. So it must oh. be the bad boy thing. Yeah. Well, I don't. There must be some other element that's making her attractive because I tell you what, the conversation is not there <laughs> and it's not great for TV either. P.S. Maybe she's like, oh, he's so great, I'm going to crack him. Maybe maybe that's his thing, like to, I don't know, maybe he's different but behind the camera. I doubt it. Well, bad. Yeah. Essentially, because <laughs> that's like, that's the idea. Um, but that's it. I think we've got to wrap it up because we, I don't do you have anything. Gone. What, are, what are you doing at the moment? Are you working? Well, I don't start back to, to work until somewhere. Christmas. Um, okay. I actually have to drive back to Melbourne today because I'm flying to Adelaide tomorrow morning um, to start with all the finale stuff for, for Big Brother. Oh, it's the yeah. countdown. Yeah. It's, how are yeah. you feeling about that? It, I, I'm actually excited to go okay. and see some of the ex-housemates again. So I've had about a week off back at home catching up with family, so I'm excited to catch up with the ex-housemates mm. and, and, and see how it all plays out and who wins and that side of it. Um, I've got three weeks off again once all the finale stuff wraps and then I go back to work um, Christmas Day is my my first shift back. Okay. So, yeah. That's a big day to go back. Yeah. It doesn't bother me though because I've had a fair bit of time yeah, off now right. that I'm actually just eager <laughs> um, to get back to now, it. Now, without saying too many people that are in the house because we, we don't know when this will go up, yeah. but who's your tip to win? Um, I'm pushing for Ryan to win. He's sort of my favourite, um, but mainly because I, I know him from in the house and I know his personality. He's a really fun, mm. great guy. Mm. Um, he's grown up in a family of girls. He's just really in touch with, with, with all his sides, um, feminine side and everything. Mm. Um, he's just a lovely guy so I would love to see him win I but really? who do you actually reckon's going to well, win? Well, Sky's got some great Sky. support. Um, when that, I was yeah, at Dreamworld yeah. doing lots of photo shoots with fans, everybody is is behind Sky, so she's got that she's got that great support. So I think she's in with a good chance of winning it. What was Aisha like to live with? Aisha was lovely. Um, we started as a friendship with um, Aisha Sky and myself, and so we sort of had that little girl bond. Yeah. We did drift a bit, and I think that happened when, uh, you know, she was with um, yeah, Trav, yeah, and then yeah. I was spending time with Lawson yeah, a bit. Yeah, so yeah. we did sort of lose that friendship a little bit, but um, having spent time with her on the outside of the house, you know, we, we bonded pretty well, okay, so it was good. Okay, I was I was I wasn't I wasn't sure about her. I do in wonder, that I didn't know which way to take her. Yeah, yeah, but I do wonder sometimes whether your opinion, having known them and lived with them, is mm. Very different to what absolutely. Like, of course, I, think, I mean I I'm sometimes talking from a totally viewer. Is, I'm not talking yeah. from I actually know her. Yeah. yeah, but I guess that's what the show is. Yeah, and I haven't had a chance to watch it back, and I, I'm actually curious because I want to know what sides of everybody, mm. you know, the public has seen because we, we only know what it's like to live with each other twenty four seven seven days a week. But to have such a short airtime because there wasn't that many shows that they ran, you know, they can only take tiny little bits. So I'm curious to know which traits of everybody they wanted to sort of run with yeah. more than others. They didn't play her in the greatest light with your situation. No, I, I've heard about yeah, that. I, was, I well, haven't not seen to it. go around it, but I kind of, and in defence for you more than anything, mm-hmm. I think I kind of went, wee! Yeah. Not for just you, but for chicks. Yeah. I was yeah. more interested with her approach, but she's so young. Yeah. She's so, so, so I'd heard she, she's 20. She's 22. But 22. she's so, a young 22. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's got, you can tell she's got depth, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, she's not a ditz by any means. But yeah, she's, yeah. She, you kind of say those types of things, I think, early on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when you're young, it's very much the world is black and white. Yeah. When you get older, a bit more life experience, there definitely are more shades of grey. Um, I I've, I've, I haven't, like I said, I haven't watched it back, so mm. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Do you think yeah. you will? I don't know. I change my mind every day because maybe I don't want to know what people say behind your back. Maybe it's just worth knowing the friends as I knew them and, and do I really want to see the other I sides? Maybe not. I think that's maybe a good idea. Yeah. yeah. I really do. I think if you go in, it's like for us sometimes, 
sometimes, you know, we have to edit this show and we have to do lots of bits and pieces for us because it's our baby and we push it out. But in terms of other stuff, I do it and then I walk away, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, because in the end you are who you are. You can't take it back. You can't do anything differently about it. So your experience and the meaning that you see things is all you can really control anyway. So I don't know. It's, it's, It's hard. You'd be inquisitive. Yeah. Yeah. I am definitely inquisitive and that's why I change my mind every five minutes of whether I watch it back. So if you ask me now, I'd say yes. Ask me in 10 minutes, I'll say no. Yeah, yeah. It's a funny one. Yeah. I definitely funny. won't watch it back before I see all the ex-housemates at the finale because oh, yeah. imagine but going back and being like, oh, I saw what you said and, and I hate people you. People would have been like, yeah, people would be watching it though. Some people yeah, probably would have. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, they would. Uh, yeah. So I, I personally won't. Um, but yeah, others might have watched it. and yeah. But I've been in contact with most housemates um, via the phone or text so far and there haven't been any issues so far, so I mean, we'll see what we'll see what oh, happens. You have to let us know what happens at the after party. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's going to be, be fun. so fun. You guys fun. deserve it. Honestly, you put on a show. Essentially, they build yeah. you as whatever they are, regardless of what people think. In the end, you deserve at least a party together. <laughs> it's just kind of high. <laughs> hey, speaking of Christmas over. parties, that's going to be your Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry about bringing partners. <laughs> that will be. Although I did get invited to my work Christmas party, so oh, yeah. it'll be cool because I won't have had a chance to catch up with them for so oh, long. My God, um, yeah. And at the party prior to me actually returning to work. So yeah, I'd be right. like, oh, hi, wow. guys, you might have seen me on TV. <laughs> yeah, and you actually, you've got stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, that's yeah. nuts. If you do want to find Kat, she's on Instagram and Facebook at the moment. It's Kat, A-K-A-K-A-T-E is where you find her. Thank you so much for joining Thank us, Thank you. It's mate. been fantastic. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you do want to download any other podcasts, uh, do head to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Thinker Girls, or you can find us on iTunes or download at podcast.thinker girl.com.au Get amongst it. We'll speak to you next week. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or thinkergirltv on Twitter. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.